As you're kind of walking along, you can notice that some of the local flora are also kind of living in this little space. So there are some of those gold deer that have just kind of, you saw in the outskirts of town. They're just casually eating away. However, Tanto, with your 20 investigation passive, you realize that these deer are not quite normal golden gold deer, if you will. These deer have quite a few bite marks going all the way down their spine. They're normal deer, but they've got noticeable two little pinch marks starting at like the back of their neck, going all the way down their neck, their spine. And they're, again, they're just casually eating some of the grass, not paying attention to you guys. Can I try and tell, like, what kind of animal would leave these kinds of bite marks? Oh, for sure. You think an investigation for that? Uh, I think nature might be more appropriate. Oh, yeah. You bet. He's One like of the Bernan more Bolivian. uncommon. So that's a 20. A dirty 20. Have you ever, in your wild adventures of the tantalizing tales of Tanto. Have you ever come across a vampire in any fashion before? It could be a vampire bat, could be a normal vampire. Like from the caverns uh, in the uh, Concordant Mountains, probably. Ooh, you're gonna make me write down that lore that there are vampires living in the mountains of the Concordian Plains. Vampires living- Oh, I was gonna say vampire bats. Vampire oh, vampire bats. Yeah. bats. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's like, whoa. That's, that, that's easier to work if with. If you're giving me crazy lore like that, I'm going to fucking go with it. There's going to be vamp. Okay, yeah. All right. Vampire bats in caves. Yeah. Decently, yeah. Yeah, you, you have a rough idea that it reminds you of what you've seen with vampire bats. Never in this amount of bite marks, but you, you kind of see the two bite marks as relating to that. Uh, probably Tanto just mentally connects because he doesn't want to make too much of a noise because there are swarms of bats around. Keep your eyes about. Yeah. All Tanto gets in response them. is just the names of schools as he's writing them down. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. You have that accident where for a moment you write down what you're hearing where Tanto's like, watch out for bats. And for a moment you write down bats on your paper and you're like, damn it, I messed up the script. <laughs> you like erase it and keep writing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay, and then as he points out, kind of, you know, hey, watch out for these vampire bats. Watch out for this kind of stuff. It is at that point that you are also noticing, hanging from the interior glass ceiling of this little room, there are quite a few bats to the point where the sunlight that does filter through is pretty much blocked by a lot of the bats. Well, that could be a bit of a problem. Uh, do we want light? How light is it in here? <laughs> uh, you... You said that it's a little dim, but is it, is... it, like, seeable? No, you could still see. You wouldn't have to necessarily ignite a light or anything like that. Good offer. Good offer. Uh, Alex just kind of like, I, I, I can see. Uh, and then... Do I notice anything beyond the trees? <laughs> Be how do you mean beyond the trees? Like you, you, we've only talked about like the, just this area. Of oh, sure. Trees and gold deer. Dude, does any of us actually notice this 
building. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's okay. it's not like it's hidden. I mean, it is behind a few layers of these trees. Again, nothing is to scale ever. Just keep that in mind. Yeah. But it yep. is it is visible. So picture the easiest way I can describe this building as basic bitch as I can be is picture the Sanctum Sanctorum, the Doctor Strange building. Picture something similar to that. Um, okay. Scale it down a little bit. Not very wide. Um, but it is does sort of have a elegant entrance that is does have a bit of a path carved out from the trees. Um, so it's not like you're just kind of like wandering around in an endless forest in here. There's very much clearly this is like a okay. courtyard in front of this nice, very nice looking building. Okay. Now this building would very much stand out from the rest of the town because it is still probably about three stories. It would be up on the hill, so it would be towering over the rest of the city. And in fact, it is when you get up to the third floor. So, okay. but yeah, it is a bit overgrown, but otherwise, it looks like a very nice upper class nobleman house. Something you would have seen a long time, Aloe. Many times. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming that this is like the end of the ten minutes. Aloe's going to put the put the notepad away. <laughs> sure, you do so. Yeah. And then uh, he's just going to kind of like just walk along with Ferris is and trying to like go towards the house. Yeah. Yeah, and like around. as we're as we're like passing these various gold deer, do they just seem like completely oblivious to us? They just don't give a shit. No, then one of them will like raise its head, like mid chomping some of the grass at your feet, and then it just kind of gives you like a little and then just puts his head back down and keeps eating. So they they see you, they can acknowledge you. They're just very much mm -hmm. domesticated. They just. I was going to say, care. do they yeah. feel domesticated like they're, they've been handled Yeah, before? they're definitely domesticated. Like, if you, like, if Aloe were to try and, like, feed it something, it would definitely eat out of your hand. Yeah. Okay. Very sweet. Why, why do I get the feeling that this is a food source for something? <laughs> I would agree so. It was probably that person in the window. <laughs> Maybe. All right, do you guys want to close the front? Okay, Let's you're going. going. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I will, we'll like pick up the speed a little bit to catch yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. As you get to the entrance of this building, you can see that unlike many of the buildings in this city, this building has an actual like address placard like over its front door. It's a very golden-looking metal, and it just says like 701 is all it says. Oh, just a little <laughs> flavor for you. All right, and nope, then the door itself is just, it just looks like a, a normal door uh, to go a little bit further on that. It just has a normal door. Um, you know, yeah, it's Should just semi-inviting. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. <laughs> is there a door knocker? Oh, you bet there is. This is a very, ah. uh, you, I, I stopped myself from going too hard on details, but it is very ornamental. Similar to how the front door of the area you're in now had the, the, you know, the talons carved out of the door. These doors are like one solid piece of metal that were completely carved out. Very ornamental. And they have built-in door knockers. And we'll say they've got large red orbs, and that's kind of what you hold to knock against the metal door. Mm -hmm. Who wants to knock? <laughs> that's what I was going to say. And I will, final little detail, within the last couple feet of the door, 
all of these plants out here just die. So you can see the color of the plants just fade to gray as you get up to the door. I think we knocked to be polite. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I agree. <laughs> okay. Y'all want to knock? Al is going to stroll up to the door and grab the knocker and start knocking. For the record, Tanto, if you're trying to talk, you are muted. I just want to make sure yeah. I'm not skipping you. Just to make sure. Oh, yeah, I'm just eating. Okay, I just wanted to make sure you didn't want to be like, don't open that fucking door! <laughs> so I just had to make sure. All right, and you just start knocking on the door. Um, Let me do a reaction roll for that. The aloe probably is the best one, because Ferris would just be like, I don't give a shit, I'm going to knock on it super loud. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> a moment goes by, you don't seem to have any sort of interaction in the door, and then a second later, the door slightly opens a little bit, and you see just a very gaunt-looking man sticking his one little eye through the door crack, looking out at you all, and he just says, who, who is it? Um, what, we... what, what, do, what do you want? A way out? You're, to know what's going on? You're early if you're here for the Sending Stones. Uh, you're well, making those? <laughs> things have moved ahead of schedule. Give me a deception. Uh, <laughs> as you're, and as I was you're thinking he was going to hold out the, the ring that we just... Oh, I do know Tanto had it. Out of character, we can just say he handed it over for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you're just going to kind of offer yeah, the sure. ring. Yeah, you're just going to offer the ring forward? Uh, yeah. I, I'll do a perception from this man, just to see. All right. Oof. He is like you, and just kind of opens the door a bit further for you. And he says, they're... They usually wear red, don't you know? And then just pulls the doors all the way open. And as these doors come flying open, more and more and more of that mist that I described in this exterior area just pours out of the building. And that, that humidity hits like 100%, where it is just thick swamp air to move through once Ripping. these doors open Ugh. and it, Aloe's it's basking in it very ripe as well there is a it's gross like, sort of probably fucking miserable there's a gross he, sort he of grew up in a body fucking odor. desert yeah there's a body odor that just a stench and this little um i don't know again who has actually seen a vampire before but this guy is very clearly a vampire once you get a full look at him He's gaunt, he's kind of thin, he's got a bit of a hunch to him. Not a handsome vampire like 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 the Twilight series. <laughs> um, he looks gross. No, his face is very thin. There's patches where he's got like little bloody sores, and then of course his his two teeth sticking out. But he just looks like a normal man. He looks like any other adventurer you might have seen in the world. He does have some nice gear on that he's wearing. Like he like he actually looks like he might have done some stuff in his life but at this point he's just living here so he just kind of stands there with the doors on? a red cloak no he does not <laughs> yeah so in, in, yeah, in, in my head i'm going to be like are, are, I don't, he's not wearing red <laughs> I, I think they may be like the azir we'll see uh but it's 
Not exactly my color. It doesn't seem like it's yours either. <laughs> Alright, you guys want to go inside? So is he like beckoning us inside or did he just like leave no. the door open and walk away? Oh no, no, he's standing there at the doors waiting to close them. He's a servant, just so you know. Okay. Time to walk in. Oh yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, I was gonna walk in. For sure. You walk in and the vampire spawn, I'm just gonna call him that. I'll call him Deck, D-E-C-K. Why not? Uh, Deck hey, is going to Hey, I just reached 200 kind of... hours in tabletop. Oh, hey, you just got an achievement. <laughs> um, Deck is going to kind of give you just a, a sniff as you walk by Tanto. And then Aloe, as you're coming in next, you can just see Deck just shake his head, be like, ugh, fucking gross. Just not happy with the uh, smell of the man. rock man. Yeah, exactly. Aloe's head's going to go like <laughs> sneak into his head. I think he's talking about him. Yeah, yeah I see. <laughs> Self-conscious, for sure, for sure. All right, and then Ferris, do you want in? Yeah, he would be. He'd be moving in. All right, and once you're in, Deck is just gonna kind of close the doors behind you. Nothing nefarious to it. Just shuts the doors. Just like waves hello to the golden deer outside and just shuts the door. And then inside, passive perceptions. Everybody's got. Spencer's got an eleven, a fifteen, and a fifteen. All right, so Ferris and Tanto, you very quickly get a layout of the first floor of this building that you guys are in. You are, there's one more floor above you, and then, you know, there's a staircase leading down over here to the side. So that side leads down, that side leads up. There are large bookshelves all around this floor that you guys are in. There's a couple little study tables. I'm not even going to draw them out just because this is a, a starting floor. Um, and then again, as I said, there's a grandiose staircase that goes up and the same sort of staircase leads down. And then on this floor, there are some smaller windows. However, they've got some sort of red material put over them. So the whole floor has a red ambient to it, but the vampire can actually sit in the window and like look outside and not fucking burn to death. So, and that's what you see from the first moment you come in. Spencer, you see all of that, uh, minus the stairwells. You're, you're preoccupied with the bookshelves. You're welcome. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. think, uh, it's an observatory. Oh, you might have to pull that mic closer. Repeat what you just said. Sorry. So, I think if it's an observatory, up is the way to go. Uh, and that would be mentally. Uh, Tanto just is, where is your handler? Your Oh, you're just gonna ask? Master. Yeah. He's he's upstairs. He's usually at that damn window. He just kind of grumbles to himself. Look, the other and guys then... never ask this many questions. Just get your shit and get out, okay? Follows up. Just gonna follow them. Okay, you're just going upstairs. There is like that moment where Ferris is like, "Is this worth doing right now? This worth causing a problem over right now?" He's like, "No, not right now." This dancer just marches up the stairs. 
All right, and you uh, both yeah, follow after him. You bet. I'll just same same spot, yep. obviously. But you come out on the top floor, the second floor, and this floor is a bit more lived in. So there's actually some sort of a bed, even though it doesn't seem to be used all that much. There is a bed. We'll do a Minecraft bed. That would be fucking huge <laughs> if you did that. Disc- I'm going to delete that. That is absurdly large. I did not even... Long. I did not. That's a fucking building size. That is too big. <laughs> Oh, there you go. We'll just put a little something over there. Whatever. Who? There's a little stack of stuff up on the wall as well. So you come up to the second floor of the observatory, and this is where there is a large smudged dome window, which is kind of over here. It looks like a Mickey Mouse sort of drawing on the table. Um, and that it, through which is kind of what you recognize. Spencer, you recognize the runes etched into the window. And then a moment or two later, you're kind of glancing around the room, and you can see a very clear, obvious vampire man in very, very flashy attire, kind of standing near the window, but with his back towards you guys. Is the attire some sort of uniform, like a, something that would denote, like, nobility or rank? Yes, he, it looks like very lavish clothing. You're not sure if this is a noble, you're not sure if he's the leader, you're not sure what the deal is, but from just a quick glance between these other vampire, there's just another vampire spawn up here as well. And the two vampire spawn that are kind of milling about in here are wearing, you know, normal adventurer clothing, but this ca- this guy here near the window is wearing like bright purple clothes, very decadent, very distinguished clothing is what he's wearing. And in his uh, hand, was, he's just got I a was... gauntlet in his hand. Uh, um, like would there would he be wearing like cufflinks or like a pin that might indicate you know, like a family crest or something? Yeah, he probably does. Um, just from where you are, you definitely wouldn't see anything like that yet. Uh, yeah. So far as we're approaching, no shades of red on him? Yeah, no. No shades of red, correct. I went through the effort to make sure his tile did not have any shades <laughs> okay. of red. Correct. Uh, can I, now that I'm getting closer to it, can I look and see the, the runes more clearly that are on the window? Yeah, you can You can see them almost clear as day. Okay. Anything are, you're... are they... Yeah. Keep, I know you said earlier they're keeping undead controlled inside of it not anything shooting outward presence right correct yeah it's all inward magic nothing going out to the town from this window itself you know okay but it was specifically keeping undead doing something with undead right correct yeah it was helping undead in some way from what your quick study was okay does it seem like it's to keep the i'm guessing vampires in DD are undead correct Vampires yep. are undead, correct. By the way, first you can have back three hit points. <laughs> uh, does it seem like it is supposed to be keeping the vampires like inside of the area, or give me an investigation? Okay. Now that you're digging deeper, deeper. Ah, God damn it! At the seven. Seven. <laughs> From where you are. Um, that gives me time to fucking stall. From where you are, uh, you are not able to discern what sort of impact it has on these vampires themselves. However, it's it's nothing negative, as they're all very clearly seem to just be, you know, having a normal time milling about, like they're not in any visible pain or anything. 
Okay. I guess I'm just going to kind of continue to study <laughs> study those as I'm going to leave Ferris and Danto to mm-hmm. do the talking. Yeah. I like kind of like I'll mentally tell them like I'm looking at these runes. Give me a moment. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And as you're kind of walking around, I will say that everyone kind of enters the center of the room and at this point this Count Lieber should have a T at the end, Liebert. Uh, Count Liebert is going to just finally do a very, very dramatic turnaround where he just turns around with a big smile on his face and you can see not only are his front two teeth fangs, just about every tooth in his mouth is razor sharp and he just kind of gives you a very, very toothy smile and just says, Hello and welcome to the observatory. How are you all? Did you enjoy my combat? And just moves to a central table and just starts to sit down. I have to say, and just kind of inspects his fingernails, I've been living here all this time and they never truly give me any real experiences. But you four, you four showed up. And he points out the window and you can see Savinus just fucking trailing around for a a wheel out there. But you four show up and boy oh boy do you pop up on my radar. And at this point, he's just kicked back at his table here. Just a normal square table. Just a normal square? Yeah. Please, please, you must be exhausted. Have a seat. Please. And just kind of snaps his fingers for one of the... For Deck to just go grab some water from nearby and bring it back. He stands near the table, but... Yeah, I was uh, going to say, I, I, ah, ah, true nobleman. And he's going to tip his gauntlet, sort of his glass towards you, Aloe, and then just gives a little less than satisfied nod towards Tanto. And he's like, mm. <laughs> dirt man. Okay, okay. All right. well, <laughs> you, uh, you, you won't be taking a seat, I take it. Ushers towards Ferris. I prefer to stand. Very well. Well, I must just come clean at the start of our meeting here and just say that I do know you're not Fire Clan. Now, who you are, I'm not sure, but I know you're not the Fire Clan. Am I, Correct. Am, am I on the ball so far? Yes. I would. Fascinating. You are fascinating. right. I'm, I'm out of my drink. Glad deck. we can be uh, in front of with each other. Deck just grabs the glass. And Deck is going to move over towards some sort of apparatus on the wall. And Spencer, as an artificer, this might interest you. He sort of mm-hmm. hits a lever on the wall, and there's some sort of bronze pipe that comes up from the floor below. And it gushes out a red liquid into the cup. And then Deck mm. kind of lets off the lever, and it cuts off the supply. And then he just kind of brings back the glass and sets it back with Count Liebert. And Tanto, you're going to notice that the glass is is just full of blood. Yeah, what do you expect? Yep. You know. Not wine. No, no this, this, I don't drink wine anymore. I'm actually sober from that. Thank you. Mm. Now, I do have to ask you, why are you here at my home? And how did you find it? <laughs> That's not important now, is it? I, I beg to differ. What's and... important is that we're here. 
Of course, of course you are. And he just kind of rises and kind of starts walking around over towards this very large telescope apparatus that kind of angles into a domed window that he looks out of. And he just says, you know, I've, I have had vague dreams about you all, but I never quite understood what they meant. Tell me, <laughs> tell me, have you all, have you all dreamt of me by chance? Do you even know who I am? No. Sadly, no. <laughs> I can't say that I, did I, I cannot. De Robert, why? I assume, I assume you're the type to take enjoyment introducing yourself to others. I would typically, I don't have guests all that often that actually stay for a drink. But if you would prefer to skip formalities, we can. Just runs his finger around his glass. Now, by all means. Now the reason I presume you're here, just as these fools once were, just kind of ushers to Deck and Robert, just says, "Are you here to put an end to the enchantment on this city?" Not originally, no. Oh. Oh, okay, well, that makes things a bit easier. <laughs> Just kind of moves back to his seat. Well, then what could I do for you? Do you know anything about a flaming Ypres? <laughs> I... Give me an insight as he's going to try and be deceptive. That's <laughs> <gasps> yeah, 20. 15. Ah, oh, Spencer, he, you get no indication of this. He says, I don't even know what the Fitri looks like. And while you kind of struggle with the pronunciation. It, it looks like this, and he's going to start drawing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> if somebody wants to do a perception to see his kind of reactions to the drawing, that is the next way you guys will be able to see that he's lying. Um, but just from verbally, he's not going to be able to give any indication. Um, so if somebody wants to make a perception check against him on that, you're welcome to. Uh, but sure. he's, he's going to try not and not <laughs> break at all. A 20! All right. <laughs> okay, Tanto. You very obviously oh, recognize Lord. that as he's drawing this Ephitri on the paper that Count Liebert here is going wide-eyed to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> uh, well, you have been... Very honest with us so far. I'm the and most honest man in the world. I think it's fair if we are honest with you in return. Oh, of course. Uh, I, at least, have been on the radar of the Fire Clan for a bit of time. And one of the last operations that we. Cancelled. Oh, there you go. Liberated. Uh, pointed towards efforts in the city. While we're not particularly invested in this enchantment, though it does seem your citizens are fairly unhappy with it, uh, oh, we are more interested with the fire clan themselves in I, more specifically your involvement 
in their operation. I, I see. Hit the fan three times. I see. So you're you're here not for me, not to end me, but you're here to deal with the f- the fire clan. Fascinating. And just starts to like scratch his head, and he says, "I." I b- believe we might be able to help each other in this instance. You see, if you're coming from where I believe you're coming from, then you've already seen what what comes next, my friends. And just snaps his fingers as Robert runs out of the room to grab something. He says, you know, that nearby city, Oradia, I believe it's called, the Fire Clan, as you no doubt are aware, had quite a battalion of Azurs making sending stones. And then Robert comes running back in the room with a big old satchel full of rocks. And Count <laughs> Liebert says, and it is true that in the next step in the process would be bringing them to me. For you see, I am the one who receives orders from his grace. And at that point, Robert just dumps out the fucking bag of sending stones onto the table. And they just spill over the table, onto the floor, all over the room. Um, I guess Tanto makes it, like, you know, like, uh, motions to pick up, like, a sending stone from the floor. Yeah. Uh, and then hands it over to Count Liebert. Okay. Uh, making it very obvious that he's wearing the, uh, the fire ring. Oh, yes. I... This I, belongs to you, I suppose. I see. Th- thank you for picking that up for me. Yes. And he's going to sl- set the sending stone back down on the table and just kind of folds his fingers together. And he says, You're quite aware that the Fire Clan has foot soldiers across much of the continent. However, without my enjoyment and interaction with all the sending stones, they wouldn't know what comes next. No, I just I just take the words of his grace and I transcribe them to the sending stones and I just keep things operating at peak performance. Who is this his grace? Are you talking the emperor or are you talking the person in charge of the fire council? <laughs> You say fire council. Um, <laughs> give me an intimidation with advantage in that one instance. With advantage? Yes, oh, yeah, you're bringing out like... My plus zero. Boss, you're bringing boss. out some shit that like you should not know about at all. That's a 10 with advantage. 10 with advantage. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do any counter roll just because you've shaken him a little bit. Not, not a crazy amount, but he's just taken back by what you know of he says i I, you know you know about the fire council and just kind of uh and then i guess tanto interjects like surely count liebert is a man of much higher stature he's obviously referring to the man above the council i i i don't know anything about anyone being above i don't even know about a fire council just very obviously lying in that moment. He's going to get very nervous, set his drink down, and move over to try and cover up some of this telescope. So he kind of covers up the lens that you look through. It's a very small little cloth, and it's very noticeable that he does that. 
And then he's just like, will you, will you keep, keep it quiet already? We don't, we don't need drawing attention here. And just kind of moves back to his table. Now, I haven't even left this building in two, over 200 years. So I don't know what's going on out there outside of my window. And just like flicks a little, like a peanut over to the window. Just plinks off the glass. He's like, all day I just sit here, transcribing sending stones. Taking orders, sending orders, taking orders, sending orders. Sending these morons to do my deeds. And Deck and Robert are just kind of sad. Well, that, that doesn't sound very fulfilling for you. It's perhaps we can you know, come to an arrangement wherein you don't have to do that anymore. You know, when when Hassam originally came to me all those years ago, and he told me that I would play a pivotal part in the Fire Council and the Fire Clan, I was ecstatic. I thought I would be, you know, top of the the mountain. And what did they do? They put me here. And not only that, they make everyone forget about me. You know, I love to be seen. But not a damn one of them out there can see me. <laughs> they can't see you. That what? They also what can't the see fuck the did fire. you just... <laughs> No, I I know. That's part of the deal. I don't honestly care for them too much. I, it's just more of a necessity, you know. They bring me my blood supplies, and if that stops, then, you know, we all just kind of die, so. Hmm. Explains the deer. Oh, yes, yes. No, they've also brought recent shipments. I don't even know what the stuff is called, but they've been mixing it into my blood supply, and it... I only drink a third of the blood that I used to, so now they come even less frequently. So now I'm just stuck here all day, transcribing messages. Well, if what you're wanting is to be seen, I think, uh... I think there is definitely something we could help you with. I... Uh, if we've learned a thing or two about getting in the eyes of... At least, uh... At least the local leader of the Fire Clan. I, I, I don't know if... Are you implying you can stop them? We've done it once, twice... I say, do... Are these convincing enough? And he will put the... Uh, the, the, the talon, the sword, and uh, whether he gave it back to Tonto and would like, oh, the ring. you know, like this is the time to show it. Yeah. So it's like, here's one thing we've taken, second thing we've taken, and third thing we've taken. I see. I, I was going to put the Varrock head on his head, kind of wear it like you, a You are <laughs> the heroes that I've heard about in that case. And just kind of rises a bit awkwardly. And he's going to move over towards the window. Just his traditional stance at the window, constantly looking out. And he just says, I believe your story started with Tanch. Was that correct? Of the Western Fire Clan. It was. Uh, it was for the record. The that was the claimed from him. Ah, yes. You, you know, he escaped his prison recently. And just kind of moves back over towards the table. And he says, and I've been tracking some of the Fire Clan's movements. Every message I get, I've been transcribing a copy of. I was just thinking about using it for leverage, but if 
you are all capable enough of bringing them down, then maybe you could get this damned enchantment broken and let me get out there. He said, I, I know I can't go out in the daytime, I know that, but I, I could wear a cloak. I could wait till nighttime and have a party in the streets. You know, I, I'm a bird who's caged and I need to be free. This man is not happy with his job. <laughs> well, luckily for you, we might have keys to your birdcage. I... What are you... What are you thinking? You might not have heard as much, as this has been quite recent, but recent revolts have been happening. And the Fire Clan's influence and stronghold on certain locations have loosened. He just gets up as you're talking and moves over towards one of the long cabinets on the shelf. It's more wide than tall. And he opens it up with just one simple, like, wooden latch all the way across that raises. And he points inside, and there's probably, like, 25 sending stones that are all lined up end to end. And just for the flavor, we're going to say that each one of them is kind of glowing in its own rhythm. And Count Liebert is going to say, oh... I'm very well aware of the revolts that have been happening. <laughs> I keep getting messages about these revolts. And um, again, these are sending stones receiving messages being like, Oh, Jesus Christ, the town has turned on us. He's just yeah. like, I can't uh, fucking deal with yeah, all like, these things. You are, you are talking about information now. Yeah. Um, Maybe he does. I guess like Tanto also as like a, a power move just pulls out a potato, just bites on it <laughs> as he's talking. <laughs> Okay. And so you are quite aware how much logistics plays a part in revolutions, in takeovers. Uh, I, of, of, of course I am. Of course I know all about the logistics. It's uh, pretty much all I do every day. I so mean, that... you know how unfortunate it is if, if things might go missing, if secrets were to be revealed to Rebel forces, if oh, yes. movement plans might be leaked to the other side. I... Uh, and I just approach and I take one of the uh, sending stones. Oh, okay, yeah. He's not going to stop you. He's a bit hesitant. He starts reaching out, but he does not touch you at all. You grab the stone. Uh, and in place, I just, like, replace it with a potato. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're going to say that uh, the Sending Stone, you receive a message from somewhere in the kingdom of the Fallen Star. The city, we're just going to quick name it. It's going to be called Castine, is the city. Just made it up. Absolutely. And they are sending a message that the locals have lost their minds. They, they have kicked out the Fire Clan leader from that town. Things are not going well, and they need some backup. Would be a shame if that message were to be lost in transmission. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then I believe in this moment, let me double check my guy here. Yeah. In this moment, with things getting a bit, you know, treasonous, um, Count Liebert is going to just command one of these vampire spawn to just leave. And so one of them is just going to kind of hesitantly leave the room as you guys continue your conversations back and forth. And Count Liebert is going to turn back to you and just say, I, I, I only know what I know. And I mean, I, I, again, I received the messages, but I, 
I don't know the long-term goals of the Fire Council. I I know they're oh, almost... You're I, just a messenger. I, I, that's literally my entire job. I receive messages from beyond, and he ushers towards the giant telescope here, and he says, and then I transcribe them into the Sending <laughs> Stones, and that's that's my job. Now, I, I, I can't stop doing that, though. They The hold that Hassam has got on me, I... I he would kill me in a heartbeat if I ever interrupted of anything. Not. Of course not. We're not asking you to stop. We're asking you to include certain people in the loop. What are you... What, fine. What are you all thinking? And just kind of goes back to sitting with his glass. Uh, can I, like, make a quick check, like, a vibe check on the servant left <laughs> yeah you bet you bet on deck <laughs> can i make a vibe check please <laughs> yeah i have a plus eight to what vibe are your checks. vibes good sir yes 17 yeah the vampire nearby he seems a bit angry but otherwise he's not it doesn't seem like he's plotting anything he's just kind of pissed off that's his main main emotion that you're kind of sensing in the moment um and even though he's obviously right in the room, a part of this conversation, he's kind of doing like a, I don't hear anything right now sort of thing. I am not here. He's just I am a not good, paying he's attention. He's a good background goon is what he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's, he's just hanging out, as I said there. As we're having this uh, conversation, yeah. uh, Aloe is just going to kind of like open his rune book and just try to understand these runes and any other runes he can see around oh, after he it. got mentioned that uh, Aloe, he's You're kind of stuck something here. Something binding him here, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or anything pertaining to the enchantment on the city. Sure, anything sure. Like yeah, you kind of start inspecting around the room. Do you want to take any time to look over this telescope machine that he's got? Um, I'll probably end up doing that last because sure. I have a feeling if I start looking through it, I'm going to see a flaming Euphrates again. <laughs> oh, copy, copy. Or, or piss him off, yeah. Sure, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you bet. Yeah, Spencer, you are able to uh, kind of Count Lieber notices you kind of writing down all of that and count lieber just turns back to you and just says are, are you new to runes boy well yes i found this book and i'm trying to learn more about it fascinating have you shown it to an informatron outside no but i just show him this book and i pull out the book that we took from the tomb that i showed uh, the augment I see. Of living? You're quite the experimenter the then, huh? You're yeah. quite the scientist. I'm curious. I, I like maybe, maybe, maybe you could be the one to help me. And just kind of starts thinking out loud. He's like, I, I've tried countless times, but I've never been able to figure out the mechanisms. But maybe him. Just like staring at you, Aloe, as you're just like... Uh-huh. Writing down the runes in your book. Yeah, it's it's right next to all the schools of magic that I wrote down. Yep. <laughs> as yep. well. For sure, for sure. 
Now, tell me, what what should I do next? If you're if you're suggesting we work together, what what are you thinking next? What what do I need to do? Oh, you don't need to do anything you're not supposed to do. You are the information dispenser, and we would like information. I, now, obviously, we we don't want to bother you sending us all the information you get, just important ones. Um, and uh, could I try and, like, search for, like, a sending stone that, I don't know, seems important? Oh, you bet your balls you can. Like a general, <laughs> like a is general... It, yeah, any kind of marking rank. or... Yes, give me a investigation check of you looking around. I've got an idea for that. Uh, a dirty 20. 20. Uh, you aren't able to you find... Know you know what? No, tell no, me. no. Tell me. Dirty tell 20 me. is not sufficient. Okay. okay. Oh, he wants that. <laughs> you're finding, that, you're finding he that good, good. You can add more. Yeah. Yeah. 21. <laughs> 21. Oh, I love it. 21. <laughs> All right. You do find a sending stone. It's not in the same cupboard as the others. It's actually up on its own little separate box on the shelf. There are two stones in the same box, and they are not the normal sort of gray stone that you would imagine with a sending stone. It is going to be a white stone instead, where it's got a white sending stone and it's got the, you know, the sigil for a sending stone etched into it. And you've you've got technically both of them in your hands right now. Yeah, like, and uh, I just approach. Now, obviously, you are a very important man um, Tough, with very so important much. jobs. Tough, and so I place it. the white sending stone in front. Now, this we could deal with. Ew. Uh, and I try and place the white sending stone in his hand. Okay. And as I do so, like a lingering touch on the <laughs> hand, uh, just a gentle nudge. Surely messages of this importance could be shared between friends. Hi. Hi. I'll do a charisma check for this game. Oh, he just failed. I I think that is something we could figure out. And he accepts the scenting stone from you. You don't even know what these are, do you? Just ushers to the stone. I He's... don't need to know what they are to know that they are important. Uh, you're right, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. And he's just got the other stone in his hand, yeah. Now, surely a agreement could be made between the people in this room. No? And I look back towards uh, <laughs> Deck. <laughs> oh, you, you don't need to worry about Deck. I, I turned him so long ago, he doesn't even remember his old life. He's, he's dead as shit, just like me and Ferris here. <laughs> just kind of throws a hand over towards Ferris. We are not the same. Oh, pish posh. We are we're pretty close, if you think about it. And just takes a sip of the blood and just purposely lets it run down his face into his clothes. He's like, the only difference is I drink blood and you don't. I don't smell a drop on you. 
They better uh, just like old fury. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like Tanto just um kind of wipes like the blood drips from the chin up. Oh, this is now. getting this is this sounds <laughs> sensual to me. I don't know if I'm reading it wrong, but it sounded sensual when you left the hand linger. And now you're wiping away his face. This sounds sensual as fudge. Good. Oh, the season finale's got <laughs> some spice, baby. Okay. Uh, now, you don't need to be of the same breathing area. We don't need to drink the same things to be friends, now, do we? I suppose we don't. <laughs> no, you're right. I, I, I have something. I, I think I want to show you all. <laughs> he, like, breaks your contact. And goes over and, like, opens up, like, a map cabinet up on the wall. And he brings it back and he just kind of lays out a map and just unfurls it. And it's a similar map to some you have seen before that are just a wide-shot map of the world. Um, however, this map has got a couple lines that start on the western side of the continent and all end up in the sort of eastern Bainjun area, which is, again, the eastern side of the continent. If you're... If you're going to be taking out the Fire Clan, your best bet is going to be if you just keep going east. From my messages that I've been receiving, and he again throws a look over towards the telescope and hushes down, I I think the Fire Clan's western sect has moved over east. I, I don't know why, though. Let's just say they've been having some difficulties. It's... And need a bit more help. It's a mass migration. I guess Tanto also unfurls his map and oh, yeah. just like knocks down important locations that are being mentioned as like, uh, you know, oh, where shit. the Fire Clan might be migrating to. Oh shit! Like, give me, wait. give me one of your perceptions with this map. I'm gonna feed right into one of your goals you just gave me. Say, uh, with uh, twelve. Uh, I'll, I'll spend a, a psionic die on that. Sure. With what? Uh, with, like, 50, looking 50. at his map in particular, does it look like their movements are moving toward a city, or is it just kind of like a very wide... They're just moving east. Yeah, it looks like they are moving towards a city. And as you start to realize what city they're all kind of heading towards it might send a slight chill down your spine because the city that is marked on that map that says the fire clan is sending a lithium shipments they are sending soldiers from the eastern sect from the western sect from every major deployment area they had for the fire clan are getting moved to the city and that city is turathel which is the place you guys have been trying to get to for safe haven since everything turned to shit. And now it appears that's where it's all going to end up again. But yes, you were able to note down that there's probably three Elithium caches that are marked down around the city of Turathel, like within walking distance of the city. So they're already getting stashes of that stuff together over in that city. And Spencer, your guy may not Alice be a... not at the yeah, table Yeah, I was going to say, your guy would be like, Ah, oh, Dad, I need to call home. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah so it seems they are... at the table, so they would have to tell him, because Al is kind of inspecting that that pipe that the blood came out of. Yep, for sure. <laughs> um, 
and he's kind of looking for any traces of a lithium. Yeah. Do you have any items or any spells I, or anything you're thinking about using for I'm that? using detect magic again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be fair. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm using detect magic again because sure. he said that he's been getting less. So, instant thought is that they're spiking his blood with it. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So you use detect magic. You sort of, in a way, I would describe it as you like interacting with the pipe, and it sends like a like a daredevil sh like supersonic like shock down the pipe that you're slowly realizing the magic, and inside the tube you can sense. A little bit of blood magic, which is something slightly newer that you haven't messed with too much, but you sense some blood magic in there. And then you sense that weird tweaking back and forth between divinity, conjuration, yeah. enchantment, and a moment or two later, it kind of clicks in your head that there is definitely a lithium in this blood supply. And these vampires have been juicing on it. As I kind of come to that realization, I'll be like, I figured it out. <laughs> the deck uh, nearby is like, oh, Jesus Christ. Explain... <laughs> you does say? he like telepathically say it, or does he just explain, I figured it out? Yeah, no, I'm like pointing a finger to the sky as I, fi as I <laughs> figure it out. Like, oh, I he's saying it out. it out loud. He's saying it out loud. <laughs> uh, what have you figured I, out? I don't know what you're talking about. Count Liebert says. <laughs> the enemy movements? Yes, it's stated here. Yeah, that Oh oh no, not 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 that. Uh they've been spiked with a lithium in their blood that they've been drinking. I have never once spiked anybody's drink in my life, Count Liebert. I'm not very saying quick. you. <laughs> I, I whoever told you that is a goddamn liar. Just <laughs> starts moving away. Uh, I've been here I for two hundred years. Tato just holds the head still <laughs> and then just looks uh, could I, like, expand a psionic die and try and, like, connect with, like, if, you know, there is a lithium in his system? Oh, for sure, yeah. You can do that. I like it. Just, like, my lithium body, yeah. would it, like, get the tingle? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to use the D8 I'm... for that? Yeah. All right. I love it. Does it, does it get, like, is there a lithium in his body? Oh, yeah. Yeah, this guy's juiced. He just does not realize it. I suggest you stay away from those shipments. I, I can't. If I don't get my blood, I'll die. You know this. But I'm sure a man of your stature and... Power could figure out an alternative. I'm if you have totally. the influence to put such a wide-ranging mass control over this city. <laughs> you say I'm that sure and he could... just starts laughing whenever you imply he's the one that put the enchantment. He just starts laughing, falls back into his chair, clapping his hands together. He's like, oh, no, 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 that's not me. That's not me. No. That's not, that's him. Just points a finger at the telescope. Hmm. Holy. Yeah, yeah. If I gotta be honest. Members. I gotta be honest with you guys. I, when they first dropped me in here, I was not a fan of this observatory, but you know, 
Spencer, at this point, you've you've read a lot of the runes that are along the walls, and now you're reading some strange runes, and it sort of shifted from, like, benefiting undead, and now it's, like, some sort of enchantment on the building itself that makes evil alignments shifted to neutral. So, if anyone was evil and they were exposed to hmm. these runes, they would be flipped to a, a temporary neutral alignment. And Count Liebert, is, as you're, he's saying, like, oh, if we were out there, I would be a whole nother story, but as long as we're inside here, I, I think we can figure something out. As, as soon as Aloe clocks that, he's going to mentally say, like, I'm not so sure we should let him out. And then he's going to say, like, it turns evil people to a more neutral standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> And then he's going to walk over to the telescope with the detect magic wand going oh, over. God, uh, I guess Tanto just mentally communicates still we need to eliminate the tainted supply. Whether it feeds him or keeps him sustained, it makes him unstable. And a powerful creature such as this one, you do not want to unstable. Count Liebert gets up while you're talking to each other, just fills up his glass again from the blood valve. Again, Spencer, your detect magic just starts going ham while the blood's gushing out. He turns it off. The detect magic dims down again. What What did we just say? <laughs> so, I, I'm thirsty. I'm rather chafed. I'm constantly thirsty, if I'm being honest. Like, <laughs> and I'm going to turn my attention back towards the telescope. <laughs> Oh, good, Spencer. As if, uh, as if, once you've started with this new supply, you've been more hungry than before. I, maybe. I mean, I have been working very hard. Takes another sip, but I, I suppose it has started semi-recent. Whenever they dropped off that last shipment, yes. Spencer, I'm sure. make a charisma saving throw. Go ahead, Ferris. Boy. Okay. I'm sure a man <laughs> such as yourself knows that substances can be dangerous. That what can be dangerous, sorry? Substances. I, I don't know what you're trying to apply. I've never had a problem with substances in my life. Just, again, very defensive sips his drink. Uh, just gives, way, a look, gives a quick look to deck and looks back at you. Oh, would you like to try? And I pull out the pipe. <laughs> the pipe of remembrance. Yes. I, I, no, thank you. I'm trying to keep my lungs clear. I'm quite happy. Thank you, though. Oh, surely one won't hurt. Just one instance. Um, I, I... Christmas saving throw. Please, friend. I insist. I, I suppose one puff couldn't be so bad. Just goes in and just takes the pipe. Uh -huh. oh, I got to figure out where that was where that was written down from. I forget. Uh, last last town we were in, oh, magic man. shop. About the same yeah. time that we got they the light. They relive their greatest moment, mm -hmm. I believe. Yeah, it like forms yes. out of the mist. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh mercy. All right, 
the room begins to just fill with um, fill with smoke, and it begins to slowly start taking form in some sort of a castle setting. And then, just as I'm quickly reading this, moving shapes reenact the bear's most impressive and heroic achievements for five minutes. I'm not gonna have it be five minutes. It'll be pretty quick. He he barely inhaled. He's going to just, like, exhale, and as it does, on the table, there's a small sort of display of some woman in a throne, it appears, and there's a man in heavy armor charging at her with a sword. And in the last moment before the woman is struck down, you see a younger, more vibrant Liebert jump in the way of the sword, and you just see him get gashed over the chest. And he lays there on the ground for a moment... And then that woman that's in the throne chair dives at the man in the armor, devours him, and then bites the neck of Count Liebert. And after a few moments of kind of witnessing how he became the vampire that he is now, the sort of smoke dissipates back into the, the, the fog of the room. And Count Liebert's like, that was fucking crazy. Did you all see that? See what? That was, that was, that's how I turned. Turn? Yeah, turned into a vampire, genius. Oh, would have liked to have seen it. In this moment, Spencer, you go cold. Your blood starts to run cold. You feel a chill go down your spine. Um, anything that could feel horrible inside your body twists and turns. Your stomach flips. Your head starts to ache. Your eyes hurt. Everything is horrible as you realize that this telescope has... Some of the strongest necromancy magic ties to it that you have ever felt in your life. And this thing is just like leeching like death magic effectively from it. It is horrible for you. And it feels familiar. <laughs> what would you like to do, Spencer? And that was all before. I haven't. You haven't touched even touched it. it. Yeah, you haven't touched it. No, you just oh. detected the magic coming off of it. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's just just kind of like kind of like turn back around. Like his face is like pale. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, 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 don't touch that. Yeah, Spencer, <laughs> you turn around and you're in that black space from Stranger Things, where it's just you, and it's just empty black space for as far as you can see. And you kind of uh, panicky damn. turn around looking for anything, and the only other thing in this space is the telescope. Oh. Everyone okay. else, Tanto Aloe is just near the telescope, not doing anything. Not moving? Yeah. No. <laughs> just yeah. Aloe, you are in that black void with just you and the telescope. I guess. Same kind of. I guess I'll have to go up and touch it. Is there anything else like, like going up with my detect magic still? Oh, in the moment, that is or all. Or is it just all that? All you feel around you is just necromancy. It is terrifying. Okay. Uh, yeah, I guess uh, the curiosity of him is going to have to probably go up and uh, look in the spyglass that's in front of him. Yeah. All right, Spencer, I need you to make an intelligence saving throw. It's one of your better ones. Yeah! Fuck! What'd you get? Oh, boy. A nat one. <laughs> a nat one. Wow, Spencer. 
You <sighs> see something as you peer through this lens. Um, let me look at your character. Uh -huh. Spencer, I am temporarily, it may change in the future, I think I'm going to push you to neutral for now. So you you are, might be chaotic neutral for a little bit. If that's a fucking option. I don't even know if I see it there. It is. Okay. It is. <laughs> and in this yeah. moment, Spencer, you are seeing not into the fire plane. You're not seeing the fire council. Actually, I'll describe it like this. Let me back up. So it starts with you for a moment catching a glimpse of Hassam the Sharp. And he's, again, working in the fire elemental plane. And then it sort of, like, looks up into his face, goes into his eye. For a brief moment, you can see... I gotta be clear about this. For a brief moment, you can see five Ifitri sitting at a table. One of them is Hassam. And then it, again, goes into the eye of Hassam. And you are just in absolute darkness. You feel horrible. You take a little damage. Don't worry about what it is or anything like that. It's just, you just take some damage from what you're going through mentally. And then all this sort of static begins to build up around you to a point where it kind of climaxes and ends in just dead silence. And then just on the other side is going to be a creature that looks like this. Let me grab this fellow. Oh boy. Where is he? This is he? fantastic. And yeah. This is happening all in my head. Great yep. going. Oh, it's definitely happening, but it's definitely <laughs> happening in your head as well. I'm trying to see if I got this guy's avatar photo. of Danny DeVito. <laughs> avatar. Anyway, oh. I started blasting. I stopped blasting. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I forget what they're even called. Um, oh my gosh. Sean, cut this. Um, Five <laughs> E Demon. What is this fucking thing called? Um. Ah, that's the thing. Sean, you can cut all this. The two and a half. All right, we're just about done here, by the way. Um, this is what you see, Spencer. Something that looks a bit like this. And this thing is just sitting in a normal oh, little... Shit. It's It's just sitting in a room. Like a normal, noble-style home. There's like a bed off in the corner... There is a little table with little drawings all spread out over the top of it. Um, and all you see is this demon, this monster of a behemoth creature, just sitting at the table, just doodling away on its paper. And it is not reacting to you at all, Spencer. Uh, since it's not reacting to me, <laughs> uh, I guess I... Can I make out anything that he's, like, drawing or anything? Oh, for sure, Spencer. Tell me your passive perception again. Oh, 11. Oh, 11. I'll let that be enough, Spencer. You were kind of at the angle you're at. You can just vaguely see over his shoulder. And as you're looking down at this piece of paper, you realize there's four little shapes drawn on the paper, and there's a bigger shape drawn on the paper, and there's a lot of red. Now, one of the shapes is green. One of the shapes is white. One of the shapes is a little bit brown, and then one of the shapes has got four legs. And then it starts to click in your head that this demon is just doodling him killing you guys. It, it, it is a little, like, child drawing 
of him with a giant sword just cutting all of your guys' heads off on this drawing. Boy. <laughs> and that's what you see. Again, like a child's drawing of somebody cutting off like stick figures, but it's it's enough that you can see one of those looks like me. <laughs> it's a circular <laughs> green fellow with a pipe on him. Yeah. I, I'm more than just a green dot. <laughs> oh, you are. <laughs> yep. Uh, Would you like to okay, try uh, anything in this moment? Um, can I attempt to say that I'm more than just a green dot with a barrel coming out of it? Sure, sure. <laughs> I'll do my roll coming off of this. 14. You, some way, somehow, speak through the planes of existence, and your words carry through this enchanted telescope. And just from your base instincts, you're able to quickly realize it's not this whole telescope that's sort of connecting to the abyss is where you're actually seeing into. Just, you know, yeah. it is the dimension, the abyss, where demons come from. That's the problem. Um, you realize it's not the entire machine here. It's just this lens that you're looking through that able that's able to cast your kind of consciousness across the planes. However, your words are also able to travel across the plains as they communicate using this machine. And you're just kind of say, I'm more than a green dot. Comes through <laughs> over that demon's shoulder. And it, the last thing you see before you're going to snap back to this room is this giant goristro. I think it's called a goristro. Is that right? What do mm -hmm. you know? Goristro. Yeah, goristro demon just whips its head over its shoulder you're going to take five psychic damage from it looking at you, Spencer. And then you are just standing Ow. there <laughs> petrified in the room with the others. The telescope is not touched. The The cloth is still covering the eyepiece that you were just looking through. Everything as it was. I'm kind of a, a loss for words. Uh... What? What? What is your problem? Boy, why, why are you acting so strange over there? Uh, for a second there, they're just going to see the cannon drop. <laughs> I, <laughs> Looking at it. <laughs> I don't know how to fix that. Yeah. And then... Uh, um, hmm. I'm trying to date. <laughs> like, uh... As a as is pointed out to there, I'm just going to really, like, um... I think I just saw the big bad, and uh, I kind of spoke to it. You what? And <laughs> Count Lieber just kicks his chair back. You, I told you, don't mess with the telescope. What are you doing? I didn't touch get, it. Get away from there. <laughs> and he's going to just swatch you back. On the bright side, I think it's just the lens that curses this place. Hey, Jesus Christ, stop talking so much <laughs> around this thing. God almighty. And just kind of like... Kind of push the cloth down <laughs> over the eyepiece. You, you guys need to go. This is this is very irregular. I shouldn't have had you here to start with. <laughs> I, I can cannot I believe can... you looked upon his 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 Majesty. I cannot believe you just did that. Well, he drew me wrong. He was just a green dot. <laughs> God, you've, you, did you, you interacted with him, you said. Yeah. yeah. Oh. <laughs> kind of, I Great, think. great. Now you know who's going to be aware. 
that, that, that's fine. Fine, fine. Oh, great. Uh, Al's going to go and sit down. You, must, you, you've, you have better be the best adventurer heroes in the world for what you have just kick-started. This, this is a fucking mess. Just immediately starts trying to clean up the room. He's like, oh, God, he's going to be here soon. You, you, you all need to go. I very, think, uh, very panicky trying probably, to get the thing together. We probably should. Is there, besides you, is there a, uh, what they consider a leader for the clan in town? Uh, no. No, there's not. This is more of a pit stop. I, honestly, I'm probably the highest ranking member, and I don't even care for the Fire Clan. Now, then, uh, if, if you're trying to free the town from the enchantment, I can't allow that, unfortunately. If you break the enchantment, I lose the connection to his majesty. And rushes his hand towards the telescope here. But you're welcome to leave the town as it is. I will take good care of the citizens. They're all very happy. Like Deck here. Deck used to be an adventurer just like you guys. Isn't that right, Deck? And Deck's just like, yeah. <laughs> um, Super pissed. Could Tanto, while this is happening, could like I just swipe another white sending stone? Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, you yoink one. Yeah, uh, and then just like hurries up to the. Uh, we should go. Um, I think we've done our business. Concluded our business please, and we should please, go. Please, you, 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 you've come into my home. You've insulted my food and just holds up his glass that he's spilling everywhere. You're, you're telling me that I am, I am under the influence of what? I just, it's just blood. And now you have the goal to communicate. Now, Hassam's gonna be here and he's gonna be so pissed off that I let you guys touch that telescope. You know, when you know, touch it, when he knows, <laughs> when he finds out that it was you guys, I'm a goner. You know that, right? Well, he already knows we're here, so... He what?! <laughs> just screams <laughs> out. What do you think told us about this place to begin with? I... I don't know why he would have done that. Either way, it's neither here nor there. It's time for you all to go. It, mentally, to both Ferris and Tanto, uh, Al is just going to be like, we can destroy it. <laughs> And I'm fairly confident it's going to break everything. It but... It might release him. And he will do far more damage than what is currently happening. I am not so sure. <laughs> 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 because Alice still vividly sees the freaking yeah. terrible <laughs> Yep. I'm not so sure. At the very least, it's something we can come back to. We know the way in. We have the key. Yeah, uh, uh, about that also, uh, we don't have a way out. Remember, the door is not there. That we can now say out loud. <laughs> I assume you'll open the door for us on the way out then. Oh, I would be happy to. Then good day, sir. And good, good day to you all. He just kind of gives a nod. And then he just says, You're looking at a dead man. 
dead man. That's right. They're gonna kill me for what I've done here. Uh, I'm a goner, you know. I, I just wanted to be a performer. Oh, just come it's back. It's not like it's the only time you'll die. <laughs> All right. And you guys are, if yeah, you want, <laughs> you can leave or you can go down and investigate the last floor or uh, whatever you guys are thinking here. We're, we're close to wrapping up, obviously. Uh, where would this black square be? Oh, yeah, that was originally going to be a stairwell, but, uh... Oh. Yeah. I would delete uh, that. I, I do have one more thing. Uh, from the piping, we... Do we... On the main floor, do we see the pipe still going down to the basement? You do. Mm. So yeah. I'm and just thinking, and I'm saying this out loud, it's like, they, Yeah, everyone's... Not. Yeah, the second servant was on, like, the second floor, um... And once you guys leave the upstairs, he rushes back upstairs to be with his vamp daddy. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we could destroy that blood, or we could just leave. I he just don't... got a glass, so he's not going to notice it right away. So he could probably still make it out. <laughs> I don't know what kind of uh, magic it is. And how it would react to that. Oh, it's, uh, and then he starts not. listing all of the things. <laughs> I'd <laughs> rather not blow this place sky high on accident with us inside of it. I guess that's true. Would be cool to see, though. Um, <laughs> did he point to the direction that was out? Oh, no, it's just oh, the same I mean, door it would just be the same yeah. way, yeah. the same way back out. Yep. The door's going to be open for us when we get yes, there. Yes, it will. Uh, yeah, we can just leave. It's up to Tanto if he wants to destroy the Alithian deposit that's here. The blood. That's... As much as I would like, I think keeping him awesome. content would be the better move. Okay. Okay. So this you guys is something are... we can come back to. You guys are going to leave it there. for now? Mm -hmm. All right. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Okay. And you guys are going to exit the observatory, and you go back outside again. There's nothing abnormal as you guys are heading out from the observatory. You again get back into that outside little garden area. Nothing abnormal there. The door is open for you guys to get back out into the city, and you guys are back out. You're into Barolo. Everyone is obviously still under the enchantment. There are still things that, uh, you know, you guys can do here. Um, but we have some options. So technically, you guys did say um, you're going to try and get that scroll back for the wizard here. Uh, you've also obviously gotten some if leads we, for the yeah. fire clan. So you guys can stay here. We can We can pick up here as well at the start of just next time around we can just continue here if you want or if you guys are just like ah we're done with this entire town for now we're gonna go back we're gonna get east we're gonna set up and then we'll come back eventually it's up to you guys um well i mean for tanto you know heading east would be top priority right uh especially now since he knows that uh Forces are going there, and then there are like, caches being set up. So that's priority for Kanto, but yeah. I don't know about the rest. 
Yeah. This kind of feels like a a town that's kind of like being held rather forcefully in a kind of stasis. Yeah. So not much is going to change uh, without some serious intervention. Sure. And I think for now, that's probably the best we can do. Okay. All right. All right. Well, you guys are going to, well, just, you know, a little R&R. You guys are able to have a long rest. You presumably are just going to find an inn here to stay the night. Uh, is there anything in particular you guys would like to do in the city before you depart? Could I find a merchant to sell the platinum cube? Ah, my friend, I've got someone in mind for that already, and that'll be coming soon. Um, again, just in this city, the city is too poor for you to sell the platinum cube. I, I, again, <laughs> okay. I, I know so. I know who's gonna buy it. His name is Husev the Grand. He is a loxodon, and he is fucking loaded. He's gonna buy that cube off you. I swear it's coming soon. Um, but this city is just too fucking broke to be able to sell that cube uh. to him. Yeah. Again, Fair that enough. city, you could build and buy this city like 300 times over with what you're carrying around in your pocket. Yeah. But just to wrap up, you guys are going to just spend your night. You find a nice little inn to stay for the evening. It is called the Slumbering Dragon's Inn, and it is operated by this charming little tiefling here. He's very, very positive towards all of you. Offers you plenty of room and board and food and enough rations to get you on your journey. And uh, he's got a bit of a pack of women in his lobby that are, he's hanging out with off and on. So, man is a bit of a player. So, if you guys are all <laughs> fine with it, you'll be sleeping at the Slumbering Dragons Inn. And we can pick up with, probably have you guys on the road next week. And then end with you guys getting to that final city where you guys have been waiting to get to for all this time. So, that'll be the game plan. All right. Well, let me stop the recording. That'll be a long edit. It's on there. So there's that. If you liked that episode, you'll love the next one. Subscribe now and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and get the entire Chronicles of the Omen catalog.